Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Hello there. Welcome to Freedom Friday. Alternative news. It's February 2nd. Here's the deal. I got sick. Yeah. And now Miss Kapow is sick. Yep. That's right. You know, we go through great lengths to keep our immune system up and stay healthy. Exercise on a regular basis. Um, you know, we do things like uh, we put echinacea. In our smoothie, every morning we have a uh, fruit smoothie. Uh, put echinacea in it, golden seal, oregano oil, all of that. Um, stay on top of the vitamins. Stay on top of the vitamin B12. You know, all that stuff. You can imagine all the stuff. We do pretty good. We're pretty conscious about washing our hands afterwards, public places, restaurants. Use the little... Uh, you know, antibacterial lotion, all that nonsense. And somehow, oh, and we avoid sick people. If uh, we're somewhere and somebody coughs or sneezes, we go, you know, I hold my breath, run out screaming. Uh, and with all of that, I still got sick and uh, don't know really how or where, but uh yeah, Monday I was fine, went out to eat like normal around uh, 10, 10.30 in the morning, fine. And uh, came back home and uh, towards the afternoon, it, it, I started coughing and it, it hurt, the chest hurt, you know, I could tell the difference, you know, something weird in there, a little gritty. Uh, so I told Ms. Kapow, I don't know, it could just be, you know, anything. Um, because where we eat, you know, here in Nevada, uh, there's... Uh, casinos and they, they're smoking so I, I get real sensitive to the secondhand smoke if it's too much and um, so I thought well that could be it <clears throat> there it is there's a cough and uh, then by that evening man I was down for the count man just boom down and then uh, I was down all night fever chills the whole bit and uh, Tuesday I just flatlined um, I got up to 105 temperature 105 which i guess is pretty high because uh some of my neighbors told me that's hospital time i don't know but uh it's pretty high Ms. Powell was putting cold compresses on me and you know i was taking everything i needed to take but you just got to write it out uh and then wednesday wasn't too bad uh too bad and then uh and then it went away so i think what happens is the preparation the uh immune system boosting uh, that we do, it um, holds back the severity and the length of the sickness. 
but um, it certainly doesn't prevent you from getting sick. Uh, but it could have been a lot worse. Most people are down for weeks. Yeah, so I was down for a day, day and a half. But pretty pretty bad, though. I was flatlined. I couldn't get up. Uh, and then Miss Kapow started showing symptoms. And right now, as I speak, she's in the living room. Uh, crashed, just crashed. And so what we do is we uh, we go on YouTube, uh, you know, through our TV and uh, find um, King James Version of uh, the Bible, any book that you want to listen to. And Tuesday, I listened to the whole uh, book of Psalms, all 150 uh, chapters. Quite interesting when you're going in and out of comatose, the stuff that you hear. And so Ms. Kapow's been listening to Deuteronomy and uh, the Gospels all day. So we'll see what happens when she wakes from her slumber, what kind of wisdom she got. But anyway, enough of that. So that's why I'm here. So uh, keep us in your prayers. And um, I know it's a shock because most of you think that we weren't human and that we we're super special. And now you're like, wow, they get sick like everybody else. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about some crazy stuff. You know, um, I didn't even prepare a scripture because that's how uh, lazy I am. But I do want to reference Daniel. Uh, chapter 2, verse 23 or 24. I'm doing this off the top of my head. But uh, in the last, the latter days, the kings of the earth will mingle their seed with men, but they won't mix. The iron and the clay won't mix. And so the kingdom will be partly strong and partly weak. And it collapses because it doesn't mix. It They mix their seed. It's uh, it's told us exactly what they will do in the last last days. Now, as long as you've been alive, they've been doing that. It's This isn't anything new. This isn't something that you're just going to discover and go, oh my gosh, there's reptilians or there's clones or synthetics. Uh, everybody I see on TV is not real. Um, it's only come to your attention because of the advent of television in the 50s uh, type of thing and movies in the 30s and 40s. It's come to your attention because of that. But it's been going on for uh, thousands of years. The uh, the king of the earth, the principalities of the air, uh, Satan, Lucifer, this is his prison planet. So this is his show and it's his illusion that's where that we're under and the whole idea about coming to christ finding the real christ not the religious christ but the real christ the real god the real yahweh creator god is that it breaks that illusion and you see through it so those of you who uh um you know want to torture yourself enough and maybe watch some of the grammys or something like that i i certainly wouldn't there was absolutely nothing on there that I would, you couldn't pay me to see it. But I watched the aftermath of it on uh, some YouTubers talking about the aftermath of it. And all the, uh, the, the whole thing was one big satanic ritual. And what you have to realize, everyone that's a celebrity, everyone who is an A-lister, everyone, everyone, whether it's news sports, musicians, authors, movie stars, politicians. If you're an A-lister, 
you're a religious person. The religion you follow is Lucifer worship. You have to worship Lucifer. You bow down to him in order to get where you got. That's a fact. It happened to Jesus. It happened to Jesus. Matthew 4, Satan takes him up to the, in the wilderness to tempt him. And he says, look it, if you just, if you just bow down to me, all the kingdoms of the earth will be yours. I'm willing to share this stuff with you, man. If you'll just bow down to me, it is the same old story. It's the same old story of the crossroads with uh, Robert Johnson. He goes down to the crossroads and he comes back and then he learns how to play blues guitar really well. Becomes very famous. Uh, It's story after story. It's, you know, the rappers will talk about the Illuminati or selling their soul to the devil or whatever. You can call it whatever name you want, but at a certain point in your career, you have to bow down to the one who runs the show in order to get any type of success. And I would go so far to say even the B-listers are that way. And, um, you know, you may see some local artists and things like that that aren't super famous that, you know, haven't sold out. Uh, and that's why they're not super famous. Uh, and I'm not saying some of these people don't have talent, but you have to have, um, well, you have to have the right manager to get where you're going. But, um, you know, you watch the news or you watch any of these these people. They're not real folks. They're, they're synthetics. They're, they're not real. Um, you know, that's why the female movie stars look like trannies. They have the big jaw and the big forehead and the deep set eyes and the, the male hips and the Adonis belt. And, you know, they look like men. And and I know there's many theories about, you know, them being transgendered when they were very small, things like that. And, you know, it's, it's no one, no one would really know what that is. There's something wrong with the way they look. Cause that's not the way real females look. Females don't have big skulls and big jaws and big old hands and broad shoulders and things like that. Females don't have the kind of stomachs either that, um, is portrayed with these celebrities in bathing suits. Men do. So however they got that way, you know, I'm not real certain. My personal theory is, is they're genetically modified that, um, they have fallen. They're, they're modern day nephews is what they are. They're modern day Nephilim. No, they're not big giants, but they're giants in the celebrity world, aren't they? They're multimillionaires. They're very influential, right? So <laughs> I'm serious about this stuff and it's absolutely true. They're all around us. Um, so I know most of you have your eyes open and you can see that, but you really have to understand there it's everybody. It's not just like a few there. It's everywhere. Um, anybody who's anybody is that it's not what it seems. All right. So these are the people telling you what to think. They're telling you the news. They're telling you they're guiding, um, culture and thought tech companies, uh, that kind of stuff. So that just tells you where you're at. It's, it is a beast system. It is the mark of the beast. You have to open your eyes, uh, through Christ. You can't do it on your own through Christ. Uh, and then you see that, you see that illusion and then you can't wait till it's over. It's a rough place to be. Okay. So in Daniel, I had mentioned there that the, the end times there, the Kings of the earth, right? The, the Kings in those days. Okay. That's our, our fallen ones. 
that are running the show, they mix their seed with mankind. Um, but then they discovered that their kingdom is now weak. <laughs> They're strong, but the, the human DNA is weak. And that's why they're glitchy, you know? Have you ever seen those videos where these newscasters and stuff just glitch out? You see the L. Roker one where he just stops and stares uh, like a robot turned off uh, when that one gal mentions the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's dozens of them. They, they glitchy. They glitch. Hillary Clinton glitched all the time uh, because they're, they're partially strong with the fallen angel DNA and really weak with the human DNA. It doesn't mix like iron and clay don't mix. So what we're seeing here in society as it filters down more and more uh, to the human genome and kids being born with that mixed uh, hybrid DNA, they're, they're crazy. It's what you would call insane. And it, cause it doesn't mix and they, they, they go nuts. So these aren't just stories that happen once in a while. These aren't stories that just go, Oh, this, you know, I heard about something like this last year. This is happening on a daily basis. This is all the time. Now this is the new reality. And I think that's how uh, we can gauge about um, just how long we have as a society uh, to sustain, because it certainly can't sustain with uh, the type of zombieism we're experiencing in all in all realms. In all realms, so this first story here is uh, Tennessee. There's a Tennessee teen. He shot uh, his friend in the head during an internet challenge. Now, this just this, this tells you the, the brain damage here that happens with the genetic modification and the mixing. Uh, no, this guy's not a famous guy. He's not an A-lister, nothing like that. That's You know, I'm telling you, those people aren't real. Those people are hybrids. They're made in lab. Have you noticed, the, have you ever seen how many of the celebrities look alike? And they look like people in the past? I mean, it's it's really creepy. You know, Justin Bieber and Miley Cyrus look exactly alike. I mean, exactly. It's, 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 you know, they call it the clone factory or whatever, but there's something to that. You know, there's, there's definitely something to it. Now it could just be a spiritual thing. Um, but I think it goes beyond that. I think it actually is DNA. And so, um, so what happens though is because they're, they're that demonic DNA is influencing the rest of, uh, ignorant, unlearned, untrained humans, uh, they become demonized and become hosts as well. But uh, of course, they don't need fame and fortune because Satan already has their soul. See, he doesn't have to make a deal with them. They have no talent. Um, they're just stupid. A new internet fad is reportedly responsible for a shooting in Tennessee. It critically injured a teen and it led to an arrest. That's what I'm talking about, stupidity. A uh, 21-year-old man named Sherman Lacklin was at East 24 hour cafe in Memphis on Thursday morning when he and two others were playing the no lacking challenge, no lacking challenge. The game, according to the document, this is the police document is when people get into fake arguments and draw their guns at one another. Okay. Last week I talked about people taking the Tide Pod challenge and eating soap. But folks, you can't you can't get more brain damage than this. This is demonic. They're they're on the internet, they're doing a challenge, an Olacan challenge, they get into fake arguments, and then they pull guns on each other. And it's, since when would that be 
even reasonable for a, 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 a even even a crook, even somebody who was a crook or a drug dealer or a um, a murderer, a, a rapist in the past, a regular criminal would find this absolutely ridiculous because <laughs> it's so dangerous. You know, he doesn't want to die. Why 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 would he do that? But yet this is common, common stupidity. So Lachlan allegedly fired his handgun by accident. So they did this challenge. They got in a fake argument, took out his gun, and he shot a 17-year-old friend in the right side of the head. And uh, as the writing of this article, he's in critical condition. Uh, The guy who shot him, the 21-year-old, did not have a uh, permit to carry the gun. What a shock. You know, but the laws... Those laws make every regular citizen, every law-abiding citizen have to go through all the hoops to get a concealed carry permit. But the idiot playing the internet challenge, he doesn't need one. He just gets to pull his gun whenever he, he wants to on the internet in a crowded cafe. Um, so anyway, people are all in the cafe. They hear a loud bang. They see this guy fall to the floor. And then uh, the idiot who shot him started grabbing him and telling people to get up. And then he was, uh, he got mad and he started swinging stools and stuff. So he's, 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 he's retarded. He's mentally retarded, but he's also uh, demonically controlled. Okay. So these kind of challenge games have been fueled by the internet. This is the dark, bad part of the internet, right? Of all the good stuff you can get from the internet. This is the stupidity and the darkness of it. Um, and like we said, we talked about the Tide Pod Challenge last week. How stupid. And, uh, you know, kids biting into these things and getting poisoned. All right. So this one, I think, beats that one as far as danger. Because you're actually pulling guns on each other. And, uh, man, uh, it's just hard to, it's hard to, to believe. Okay. Now, now this just, I, I read this not as a political statement, but as a statement on society about the breakdown, about the iron and, and the clay not mixing, and about people just being liars. They just automatically want to be pompous liars instead of just just being truthful. Uh, this is from Campus Reform, and it's a video. And students were asked about Trump's speech, right? About his State of the Union speech several days before it even happened it didn't even happen yet okay and the video shows these students when they're asked what they thought they hated his speech and they thought he was racist they thought he was um you know anti-woman you know all the whole uh you know anti-trump stuff every single person that this guy interviewed and said uh, what did you think about the speech? Did you uh, did you find it racist? Did you find it, um, you know, what do you think about his, his take on immigration? Every single one of them uh, expressed their displeasure with Trump's actions. And, uh, and, and their distaste for Trump as a person. Yet, not a single one of them actually saw the State of the Union address because it hadn't occurred until Tuesday. That's pretty bad. Not a single person would be honest enough to say, look at, 
I can't really comment on it because I didn't see it. I didn't see it. But, however, I don't like Trump because this, this, and this, and this, and that. And I think he's this, this, and this, and that. Okay, I understand that. But to say you saw something that didn't exist yet means you're a liar. And these kids that were asked this, they were all college students. They were all college students. Yeah. New York University. And when asked about their opinions of Trump's State of the Union... The big problem was it didn't even take place yet and would not take place for another seven days. But yet every single one of them didn't like it. What does that tell you? They're liars. Why, why, why are so many human, why would so many people just automatically go to the lie? Why wouldn't they just admit I didn't see it? And the other thing is, the ignorance of how could you not know when it was coming up? If you hate, if you hate the guy so much, how could you not know when that was coming up? Right. I hate the Grammys. I knew when it was coming up, but if you asked me seven days before the Grammys, what I thought I could tell you next story. You actually have to see this one. Cause I can't explain it to you. You can go on uh, our Facebook page Fifth Hook Media, Fifth Hook Media, F-I-F-T-H-O-O-K Media. This is Sweet Jesus, and they spelled Jesus with a lightning bolt, J-E, lightning bolt, U-S, Sweet Jesus. And this is a blasphemous piece of crap company in Canada with a bunch of restaurants. And um, what they do is they make ice cream and cakes, and what they do is they... um, Everything, a lot of, I shouldn't say everything, but a lot of stuff is phallic symbol. And then they blaspheme Christ constantly. And they uh, really hint at pedophilia with their little children models. It's quite disturbing, quite disgusting. And uh, this company has a bunch of uh, stores in Canada. Uh, So it's not like a little company. Some of the pictures I'm looking at on their website, um, I'm not going to give out their website, but if you want to look at it, go to our Facebook page. Otherwise, I'm not getting, I'm not giving them any advertisement, idiots. They make a left field uh, beer called Sweet Jesus Mocha Marshmallow Stout. Um, their ice cream is very phallic looking. Uh, they have um, Z's everywhere, all right? Lightning bolts, right? Who fell from heaven? That's what I'm trying to tell you. You want to get successful in this world. You have to bow down to the CEO of this world, right? Jesus Christ is not the CEO of this society. You got to understand that. Yahweh is not the CEO of the society. This is nothing to him. This is, this is an illusion created by the fallen ones. So th- that's why he's not in charge of it. He's not in charge of an illusion. Our God is real. He's the creator God. When the wind blows and the, the, the hail hits and the snow hits and it's unprecedented, and somebody on YouTube tells you it's harp or man-made weapon uh, weather systems. It's not. It's God. God holds the storehouses of the hail and the snow and the wind and the rain. God controls the weather, folks. Satan can't create. He can't control all that. He can't control nature. He's a phony, man. He's an illusionist. He's a, he's a magician. You know, that's the whole thing. So, so you want to get, you want to get successful in this illusionary world. 
You have to bow down to the CEO. So this company, Sweet Jesus, in order to, to be like Starbucks and be successful, they have to they have to do what uh, the, 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 the idiot says. So um, here's a picture of a little kid with a cowboy hat, little boy. He has a spoon in his mouth like he's gagged and a big phallic ice cream in one hand. Kind of looks girly. Um, in fact, on this website, there's a whole lot worse pictures of children that um, I don't know if they took them down or what, but there's stuff where... Little kids are bleeding from the mouth, you know, like vampires. They have um, uh, a cup of ice cream, says Sweet Jesus. And in be under Sweet and Jesus are these uh, vampire fangs and stuff tripping out. And totally occultic company. And so, um, you know, and here's their, here's their little disclaimer. It says, our name was created from the popular phrase that people use as an expression of enjoyment, surprise, or disbelief. Our aim is not to offer commentary on anyone's religion or belief systems. Our own organization is made up of amazing people that represent a wide range of cultural and religious beliefs. And what a cop out. Why don't you call it um, Sweet Muhammad, you know, or Muhammad Mama or something like that, right? No, because those guys aren't real saviors. You understand that? They, they only attack Jesus it, they don't. They have to attack Jesus to remove the real Jesus as far away as they can from people's belief system. That's why there's Cheez-Its out there. There's Cheez-Its that's everywhere. So they. That's that's why cursing. You you watch a movie, you know. You watch a movie and the guy stubs his toe and he goes, Jesus Christ. Why does he say that instead of feathery Buddha? Why does he say Jesus Christ? Why is that a cuss word? Why is that? Something does somebody wrong, go, Jesus Christ, Mel, get it together. Why do they say that? Because by using the name Jesus Christ in that flippant tone, it removes people further and further away from the power that is really him. You see what I'm saying? It's an illusion, and it moves you away to, to to where you don't recognize the power that's really him because he's coming back. And when he comes back this time, he's coming back in vengeance. And all those that hate him and hated truth are going to have their teeth knocked out and their little ones are going to be dashed against stones. And the rest of us here on this prison planet are finally going to be avenged for what they've done to us and the oppression they've done to us. That's a fact that's going to happen. They know it's going to happen. And hopefully you do too. Um, eclipse. Okay, that was... Wednesday, I was sick, so I wasn't out there worshiping the moon and lighting bonfires, but apparently a lot of people were. It's a blood moon. It triggered satanic sex rituals of human-animal sacrifice, and this is very annoying because I uh, I don't like reading about animals being abused or children. Um, so this is from the Express. So the supermoon... was accompanied by a massive rise in satanic rituals. Satanists promising human and animal sacrifice bizarre acts of sexual promiscuity. You've got to understand that. These Satanists are the ones that are up front with their worship. Um, they're up front with their worship of Satan. They they clearly said, I've hitched my you know wagon to this star, blah, 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 blah. They could be famous or not, or anything. 
But you have to understand the ones that you're looking at on TV, musicians, celebrities, politicians, are secret Luciferians, okay? It's the same religion. They're doing the same rituals. But one is secret. One is being used for agendas. The other ones are just stupid. These are the stupid ones, okay? The end of January, beginning of February, is already an important time in the calendar for Satanists. Well, they're all they're all stupid. Let me let me correct that. They're all stupid. But these ones, they're out front doing stuff, and they're they don't they're not getting anything back for it, like fame and fortune. <laughs> they're just gonna burn for eternity, so that you're not you know they're of a lesser intelligence. But um, but the once in a lifetime conjunction of a blue moon, blood moon, and lunar eclipse has sent devil worshippers into a frenzy. Now, this is across Britain, and the world's satanic covens are expected to converge <coughs> workings where Lucifer will be summoned. Some online forums are even suggesting human and animal sacrifice to play a part. And that, that could be why, <coughs> excuse me, I and Ms. Kapow got sick. I know, don't blame everything on the devil. There's viruses and bacteria. I get it. But it could be. <coughs> Excuse me. See? Interesting. Uh, during a recent full moon satanic ritual, one of the famous Dartmoor ponies was found in a circle of fire. I hate this. With its tongue, eyes, and genitals mutilated. Its belly was slit from end to end. And check this out. The mutilations had... Con been conducted while the pony was still alive. That's that's the epitome of evil there. They mutilated this pony while it was alive. There's this gal, Carla McKechnie. She's Dartmoor's livestock protection officer. And she feared devil worshippers were behind the slaughter. She says, we do get strange things happening from time to time. Normally when it's a full moon. She suspected it's witches or devil worshippers. Her main concern is how someone had been able to walk up to a foal and kill it in the middle of the night. Uh, she's almost certain more than one person was involved in it. She also said that Dartmoor ponies were easy targets for Satanists because they're used to being fed by humans. Wow. Isn't that just like Satan? Huh? He just, oh, come, come. Yeah, I'm friendly. I'm friendly. Did he slit your throat? Cut your belly up in two. He goes around like a roaring lion. She said, I've seen plenty of dead animals, but this was horrendous. The belly had been sliced open. It's a boy and its genitals had been cut off. Now, why do you think that is? You notice all this goddess stuff, all this, this satanic feminism rising up. Get rid of the male, get rid of testosterone, all this goddess worship. It's all Baphomet. Uh, the pony, the tongue had been pulled out and his eyes are missing. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty bad. Now, according to a Satanist site, the open scroll, the day surrounding the current super blood moon, blood blue moon, include the following important dates in the calendar. January 29th was St. Agnes Eve. Apparently, it's a prime time for casting his spells. February 2nd, Candlemas Sabbat Festival 
which celebrates blood, animal, and human sacrifice. So you got something to look forward to there. And also on February 2nd, the Satanic Revels, which celebrate Satanic sexual rituals. So Satanists were also openly celebrating the supermoon and the possibilities for Satanic worship. And one leading online devil worship site said there's more magical energy during a full moon and a new moon than there are at times, at other times. And this does benefit by increasing the energy and the force available. But I like uh, what they say here. However, Satan or demons are bound to full moon arrivals and are free to manifest as they desire. When you call a demon, it does not matter what phase the moon is at the time. If you are sincere in your intention and approach, you will get results. I have witnessed it countless times. I have to agree with them. The calling of the blessed guest from hell should always be the first order of business when conducting a working. What's a working? They're casting spells, right? You need to establish the connection early so you can communicate your will and desire to your guests. So they consider demon guests. In their... So that's what I'm telling you. These, these aren't the brightest, you know, they're Luciferians. They're, they're not on the brighter side of things. As energy is heightened, the being uh, will connect with you and the ritual performed. When the events unfold, I love this, some new practitioners will become frightened. It's natural. After all, what they're witnessing for the first time is in direct conflict with the physical world. Even the new initiates who are excited about experiencing these manifestations will be taken aback when the events actually take place. No amount of mental preparation will be adequate. Wow. My goodness. So anyway, it goes on and on and on. So that, um, you know, stuff like that doesn't happen in a vacuum. It does affect the energy in the air and everything around all of us. And it just makes the world deeper and deeper and darker and darker, you know. Um, and, you know, just my saying is like, I was surrounded by idiots. You know, what are you going to do? All right, we're going to take a commercial break and I'll be back. Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. This is an excellent training manual for building a stronger marriage by exposing the tactics your enemies use against you. From all online digital retailers, God bless you all. Would you consider a small donation? Share because the world has become much darker and needs to hear truth. It only takes a minute by going to the desktop sites of kapowradioshow.com or fifthhookmedia.com and clicking the donate button. We thank you in advance for any small amount that is placed upon your heart and for joining us in the kingdom against powers of wickedness. The Kapow Radio Show Network produces high-quality podcasts that you definitely want to hear. So stick around and get prepared to stimulate your spirit. Okay. I am back with a vengeance. Okay. On the continued subject of it's not mixing, the mix is not holding. This is from, I think, Maryland. I think it's from Maryland. These two women made children eat dog feces. They locked them up 
Now, this comes on the heels of about two weeks ago, that nonsense that in Paris, California, those 13 kids chained to bed and uh, these weird, weird people, man. You know what they did to these kids? Well, this is just like it's coming more and more common. It's like this stuff isn't. Can you imagine the stuff that's going on that we have no idea about, right? What's going on in your community, you have no idea. Well, these two women, they're lesbians, by the way. So that tells you where their, their spirituality is. See, they've, they've, already, they've already taken the way of Cain, you see. They got nothing for it. They didn't get fame or fortune. They, they didn't need, you know, Satan didn't need to make that deal. They bought the crap that the synthetics shove, shove down their throat, see? Because they couldn't think for themselves. They couldn't, they were they're spiritually blind. Um, so, <laughs> there's three children in Mardalus Springs. They were beaten and reportedly locked up. They were fed bread and water, oatmeal, and sometimes dog poop. Two women were arrested. Yeah. Two women were arrested. They were charged with multiple counts of child abuse. Amanda Allwright, she's 29, and Bisline Joseph, 25, were charged in the case. Investigators saw that the three victims, ages 8, 9, and 10, lived with Wright and her living girlfriend, Joseph. Come on, you know, you know these kids. I mean, you, how about their brains? Would you think they got a shot? The investigation has revealed that since late spring or early summer of 2017, three children endured physical beatings on a number of occasions for both these uh, women. The beatings are believed to have been inflicted with hands, extension cords, belts, sticks, and other objects. Children sustained bloody noses, bruises, cuts. Investigation also revealed Wright and Joseph assaulted the children multiple times with an electronic control device, which is probably a taser. Investigators also learned the children were reportedly locked in closets in a basement with a limited time when they were not confined. They were threatened with death if they told anybody about it. They've been charged with uh, all these charges right i i don't know how it came to the police attention the article doesn't say how it how it came to their attention but anyway that's that's what happened and it's just interesting that really two and a half weeks ago in california 13 kids were being raised in appalling conditions yeah you know tied up to cha- uh, you know chairs and furniture and living in filth wow and they were so undernourished they look like um adolescents when they were like 17 years old they, they look like they were 10 wow and on Vir- or the virginia shore authorities removed five children from a home in july of last year this uh malista ness hopkins 39 years old was keeping two toddlers in makeshift cages. Now, this is creepy. 
All the children were living in filth with dirty diapers, lice, and insect bites, according to social workers. A social worker said one of the children hissed at her and made animal sounds as she worked to get the girl out of the cage. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, huh? Oh, no. Oh, no. Daniel. Daniel, too. No, that has nothing to do with these days. No, 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 no. It's not mixing. It can't mix. That's why it's glitchy. These people are glitchy. It's glitching. It's a simul matrix. It's not real. Nothing is real. All those old movies you watched with grandma, not real. Those old, those old movie stars were all weird. They were all Luciferians. I remember when I found out, you know, some of these old guys like uh, Sammy Davis Jr. was a Satanist. And, you know, I was like, what? What? Shock, shock, you know? Well, you know, I, today, you know, I'm much more <laughs> enlightened. They're, they all were. That's, why they, that's how they got to where they're at. You know, just that he was one of the ones who uh, flaunted it in a religious way. But they're all uh, religious Luciferians. They're just secret, just like they're secret trannies. They're secret Luciferians. Okay. Another story about the glitch. It's not, uh, it's not holding up. Two sisters. This is from Atlanta. Two sisters accused of fatally beating boy for taking a cupcake. There are two sisters. They've been indicted in the fatal spanking and beating of a three-year-old boy with a baseball bat for taking a cupcake for the kitchen. <sighs> These two sisters, La Shirley Morris and Glendria Morris, were formally charged Tuesday, two counts of felony murder. Oh, man. They said uh, it happened on October 21st. La Shirley Morris used the bat to hit Kewan Mason repeatedly in the head. He's three years old. While her sister, the child's legal garden, guardian, used her hand to spank the boy. Yep. <sighs> Amazing. Come on. Is that normal? It's hey, those are just like three three stories I selected. I mean if I if I did any kind of effort at all to really search for other stories like this, there'd probably be dozens of them in a week. This ain't right. That's not right. So uh on the note, I want to end on this note here because I still follow this very closely, the Las Vegas shooting. The October 1st Las Vegas shooting. <clears throat> That's one big cover-up by the uh, FBI and the Las Vegas Metro Sheriff. And uh, what it is, you know, um, these Associated Press and some other journalists said, this is crap. You can't just shut us out and not give us information. You know, oh, well, we're the FBI, we're the police. We get You can't do that. So they took it to court and they, they, I, I'm glad they got this judge. Finally, I can't believe it that th there was actually a judge that had half a brain and um, said, yeah, they're not presenting a good case. Why this, the public should be kept in the dark with this stuff. So she released the FBI search warrants. And then this week released uh, 300 pages of Vegas Metro and shock, shock, lo and behold, what we know so far is, um, Hey, guess what? We've been lied to. One of the biggest things that, if you'll remember, when this thing happened, 
the official story from Sheriff Lombardo and the boys is that when the SWAT team went up there, the, the SWAT team, it wasn't, and it wasn't really a SWAT team. It was a use of force team or something. You know, they put it together real quick. It went up there. They already found Steven Paddock dead. He'd already committed suicide, right? That's after he shot that ghost, you know, Jesus uh, Campos, whatever happened to him, <laughs> right? Uh, they already found him dead. That's what they said. And so the timeline of the shooting stuff um, changed three times. And it ended up really kind of favoring Mandalay Bay for the, the multi-million dollar lawsuits that were going to occur. The timelines had changed. So that's what we were told. SWAT team gets up there. Paddock was dead. Uh, but oh-oh, oh-oh, newly unsealed search warrants from the uh, Las Vegas Metro Police Department reveal some discrepancies. Yes, 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 yes. 300 pages of documents, 22 search warrants. The first search warrant applications following the shooting, a Sergeant Jerry McDonald said the SWAT officers witnessed Check this out. SWAT officers witnessed Stephen Paddock commit suicide inside of his Mandalay Bay hotel room. And when he said this, he was under oath to a judge. Oh, yeah. You didn't hear about that one, did you? Uh-uh. Sergeant Jerry McDonald is the only Metro employee who has described SWAT officers witnessing the shooter's suicide. He said they observed Stephen Paddock place a gun to his head and fire one round. And he was under oath on the phone with Judge Nancy Ulf, October 2nd at 3.04 a.m. So we don't know if McDonald's just lying or if his comments are true or if he misspoke or what. But it's kind of interesting how that was kind of kept under wraps. Why is that? because the statements do not match up with Metro's version of the events over the last few months that Paddock was already dead when officers breached the door to his room. See, we have some, we have some problems here. Um, the other thing, the other thing is they found another person of interest in the room. You remember they keep coming out. There's nobody else. Here's a lone gunman. There's nobody else we're looking at. He's gone. He's dead. Forget it. Move on. Nothing to see here. Because <laughs> all these guys are shields. They all work for the, the rich casino corporations. You know, that's how they get elected. Like I said, you, you got you got to serve the, uh, you know, you got to serve the boss. You got to serve the CEO if you want to get elected to sheriff and become, a, you know, agent in charge of the FBI in Vegas. You right? So they're they're on the, the it, you know what it, it, it's like this is a big shock. Las Vegas was founded by Bugsy Malone, the mob. The mob founded Las Vegas. Oh, what a big shock that there would be corruption there. Oh my gosh, I'm just I just I can't believe it. I just thought they would be so honest. FBI search warrants unsealed earlier this month focused on Marilu Danley, Paddock's girlfriend. And the Metro attorneys have stated investigators could be pursuing charges against a second person of interest. And that's why they want they wanted it sealed. They didn't want the public to know. For that reason, Metro attorneys insisted that the documents stay private. But a judge decided to unseal the documents and just redact the person's of interest name. 
because it wasn't enough. Did they have enough to arrest this guy? Did they have enough to, well, no, but you know, there could be Santa Claus, right? I just don't know. Is some of this just pure incompetence? Because they really sound like they're very incompetent, ill-trained police department uh, for a big city like that. They're probably just over their head. They're just a bunch of yahoos that are just way over their head, I would imagine. I, I, I don't know. I don't know anybody from there. But this, this is really horrible stuff, horrible police work. A piece of evidence that did not show up in FBI search warrants or Metro's preliminary investigative report has been redacted. And guess what? That links to another person of interest. And who that person of interest is, is a guy named Haig, Douglas Haig, H-A-I-G. And he's probably part of the CIA, FBI, secret, this, come on. What this Haig guy had, this guy sold um, military ammunition over the internet. Tracers, body piercing rounds. Oh yeah, like people exploding bullets. You know, like people who are gun buffs, that's that's what you want to do. I want you to use, I've shot guns for, I don't know, years. I was a policeman for for 28 years and I shot guns before that. As a policeman, I had to qualify every six months, sometimes every three months. Shot, I've shot a lot of guns, a lot of rounds. I own a lot of guns. I've never thought to myself, well, that's just me. There's other people that are more weird, but I never thought, hey, you know, it'd be really cool to have some body piercing ammunition. You know, it'd be really cool to have some exploding bullets. I just don't, well, what's up with that? Ah. So anyway, that's what this guy sold. So he sold rounds, ammunition to Stephen Paddock and Douglas Haig's name was all over the ammunition. So the investigators contacted Haig, blah, blah, blah. They already contacted him earlier in the case, blah, blah, blah. So this is the guy that there still is a person of interest. So <laughs> they redacted his name and the search warrants released. But this Haig guy comes out and he says, look it. He goes, I'm the guy who sold ammunition to Stephen Paddock. That's what he told Associated Press. He, goes, he says uh, he didn't release any other details before walking to his home in uh, Phoenix, uh, Arizona. And the record shows that he, he owns specialized military ammunition, LLC. And he closed it indefinitely October 28th. Hmm. I don't think there's any guilt there whatsoever. Any guilt. So he sells incendiary and tracer ammunition. Also, um, body armor. Um, or armor-piercing ammunition. Come on. So they found dozens of firearms. They found a thousand rounds of ammunition. They found close to 60 towels. 60 towels. DNA. Miscellaneous items brought in by the shooter. Uh, this is this is odd. They, had, they went back to the room to get a black and white flower vase because they thought the vase was part of Mandalay Bay's decoration. And then somehow throughout the investigation, they realized that Paddock had bought that at the Walmart here in Mesquite, the one we go to. Um, and, and I'm like, why would a multimillionaire guy buy a, a vase with phony flowers in it, that had fake flowers in it, 
at Walmart and then take it to your thousand dollar a night room at Mandalay Bay. <laughs> that that makes sense. Uh, unless he's glit, he's glitchy. He glitched, you know. The iron didn't mix with the clay. So they found over a thousand casings, hairs and eyelash, fifty-four towels, a portable solar generator, because you're gonna need that in your hotel room, two personal massagers, and check what else he had, because you're gonna need this. Tubing with snorkel, funnel, and a mask. Yeah, because he planned to go swimming after he killed so many people. And some bear mace, because there's a lot of bears on the Las Vegas Strip. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, let's see what else. What else is interesting? Oh, yeah. Yeah, on October 31st, Detective Joe Patton asked to retrieve a black flower vase with fake flowers from the shooter's room. Originally thought it was standard Mandalay Bay decor. I don't know how they discovered this, but Paddock bought the fake floral ensemble from Walmart and Mesquite on 927. Hmm. Wow. Strange. So there's more to be unraveled here, but it's just a big, huge cover up. And they're they're it's collapsing on them. They're they they're they're having a hard time sustaining this life for any length of time. Now, this particular report said something that the coroner's office, though they've already done the autopsy, though they've already cremated the body and released it to his brother, Eric, they, the coroner office hasn't released their report to Las Vegas Metro. Okay, autopsy's done, body's cremated, body's turned over to relative. We haven't completed our report yet. Are you just incompetent or I don't get it, but Jake more, uh, Morphonius on, um, Blackstone Intel, probably screwed it up. Blacktail intelligence. I don't know. He does. He's, he's the best guy to, to watch on this stuff because he's, he just is. He read the coroner report the other day and the coroner report that, he obtained what he what he saw was that the coroner had listed Stephen Paddock at um, six foot one and having brown eyes. And then what Jake did is he pulled Stephen Paddock's fishing licenses from Alaska this year and last year. And both license, he lists himself as being six foot four. And having blue eyes. And now you're not, you know, it's not taking, um, you know, one inch off or something like that. You're really 5'11", but you keep saying you're 5'10", or, you know what I mean? Uh, that's a big difference between 6'1 and 6'4". I mean, you're adding three inches. Why would he lie about that? I mean, why, why is he doing that on a, on a fishing license? He also says he has blue eyes. And then when you look at his pictures, oh, guess what? That's weird. He has blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And then Jake has interviewed people who have personally dealt with Paddock and they confirmed, oh yeah, he had blue eyes. Just like his brothers had blue eyes. So why would the coroner's office list it as brown eyes and then him being three inches shorter? Was it another body? Is that why it was cremated? Is that why it was then whisked off to the relative? I mean, it, I mean, and it's conspiratorial, but the, the problem is it raises questions 
that shouldn't have to be raised. See, because when you try to, you know, you work in the dark and the secret, uh, everything that's hidden is going to come to light. It's crashing in on these people. And because God, God laughs at them. He, he scoffs at their stupidity. He scoffs at their, at their religion. And so he, uh, he sends calamity on them. Look at them scramble. It's all crashing in. You know, there's, there's huge lies here. There's, there's big problems with, with our government involved in this. And who knows what else? And there, there is also definitely an occult connection between that shooting in Vegas and occult connection between some of those stars, those, um, well, all those stars are Luciferians or they wouldn't be there, right? D- did you hear what I just said in the beginning of the show? They wouldn't be there. Jason Aldean has the black sun tattooed on his arm. The Germanic black sun occult symbol. He's a Luciferian. Interesting. Um, so, you know, the, the, the other thing is, uh, as far as the coroner's report goes, that, that wasn't released because they hadn't given it to the PD or something. That doesn't make sense. But the pictures that were allegedly leaked out of, from the room of the dead body Somebody has done great lengths to analyze the ears of Stephen Paddock. And every picture of the guy, the, he has, I guess what they call joining earlobe. The ear just goes right into the head. You know, it's not away from the head. It goes right into it. Every picture you see of him, he has those kind of ears. The earlobe goes right to the head. But when you look at the picture of the dead body, it's not like that. It's, it's um, disjointed from the head, the earlobe. <laughs> So it's a good good possibility it's not even him. I know. Ooh, Bugsley Malone would be proud. <laughs> okay, that's enough. I'm going to get my tinfoil hat off and uh, go drink some NyQuil or something. Yeah. All right. Good night, folks.